Hi, I'm Hillary Walsh, a serial entrepreneur, award-winning immigration lawyer, law professor, TEDx speaker, and raving Phoenix Suns fan. Over the past decade, I've helped thousands of immigrants live free in the United States. I'm talking work permits, social security numbers, green cards, their citizenship, VAWA, T-Visa, U-Visa, and lots of successful appeals. Here's the thing. Immigration law is super complicated and legal advice, well, it can be pretty expensive. So I created the Immigration Law Made Easy podcast to share my 10 plus years of experience with you for free. So if you're looking for tried and true, no BS, step-by-step strategies and tips on how to win your immigration case and live truly free in the United States, you're in the right place, my friend. Let's get started. So we're going to talk about TV says because I was in Garden City last week. So I know lots of you are listening in Garden, Dodge, um, Ulysses, and Liberal, and all the little towns in between. I was in Garden City last week, really scoping out not only getting to see one of my best friends and her husband, but I was also scoping out a location in Garden City. So if there's a spot that you're seeing that you think, I wish this was an immigration law firm, please let me know because we're wanting to open up a shop right there in Garden City. And we started working with a realtor and everything. So it's happening. But while I was there, I talked to my best friend and she's a marriage counselor in, in Garden City. And she was talking about how there was a a human trafficking bust in Garden City recently, where a lot of immigrants were living in a home and being forced to work. And there was a bust and it was a big deal for Garden City. And I told her, this is a very common thing in our space. The The other factor that I saw while I was there was the brand new meatpacking plant. It's a massive meatpacking plant. Garden City is growing. Like there are more job opportunities in Garden City right now than there are workers. And it just made me think, I know how many people need work authorization and I see all these jobs that are available. And so it's just a matter of time. People need to call us. We can help them get their work permit. And then they'll be working in these places with great wages, overtime pay, and you know, you really see the contrast of opportunity where young people are being, you know, trafficked out of a home for work while at the same time there's so much work opportunity available if you have a work permit. So, let's talk about different ways where people can get their their documents. You know, most of our cases that we do, people get a work permit and their social security number within about 10 months of us filing for their papers. So, it's really amazing when you look at many processes taking years, like from start to finish, the process may take years. But how incredible is it to have papers while you wait? You got your, you have your work permit and your social, and then you go get your driver's license and you can move into a new home. Um, you can rent a nicer apartment. You can go buy a, a truck or a car or whatever it is that you're wanting. You can, you can apply for new jobs that you want. You can, uh, you can open a business and get a loan in order to fund your business. All of these things are available to you. And we, for most of our cases, get those for people within 10 months of filing. That's pretty awesome. Let's talk about the young people who, the, the immigrants who were living in this home or being what's what the government is calling trafficked or what, you know, rumor is around Garden City, these people were being trafficked. What ends up happening is lots of people will come all live in the same house. So you'll get many, many people living in a small home. 
Um, I think this is a very common immigrant experience from the work that we have done over the past, you know, decade. We know that this is actually a very common experience. And the unfortunate side of it is that this is how a lot of immigrants have to live until they get their feet underneath them because they don't have work permission. They can't just roll in and go get a job. And a lot of times the person who's renting them a space in the home will charge them more money than they can ever make. And so they be basically become an indentured servant where they cannot pay off this debt. And so they have to keep working to pay the rent, keep working to pay the rent. And it's not like it's glamorous, but immigrants don't give up. So they're going to keep working and keep striving. They're going to send money back to their family. Um, and these young people who experienced this recently in Garden City will most likely be eligible for what's called a T visa. Because they experience this, the government recognizes that this is wrong. You shouldn't be forced to work. You shouldn't be threatened to work. You shouldn't be held in an environment that's unsafe or unsanitary. Um, even if it feels a lot of times, I think, especially in our day and age, we see so much bad in the world that it becomes normal. Just because it seems normal doesn't mean it's okay. So if you know someone or you, if you experienced this when you first came to the U.S., you also might be eligible for a T visa, which is the short answer is it puts you on a path. You could get a green card here in the US, U.S. and you never leave. Like it, it's amazing. Let's talk about the mindset of people who I know they're going to get their papers. It's something that um, is well over the years, but you can feel it. You can almost smell it, but if you're meeting with us by Zoom, we, you know, you shouldn't be able to smell it. But you literally can feel it when someone has the energy and the faith that this is going to work. I, I'm going to look until I find the answer. And sometimes it's people who've said, I've met with 15 lawyers before until I found you. And finally, you're telling me the good news that I have, I knew was out there. So that's one of the people. They just will not take no for an answer in the best of ways. It reminds me of when I meet people who they enter the U.S. over and over and over and they keep getting stopped at the border. And it's like the third time's the charm or the fifth time's the charm. And they're extremely persistent. These are people who I say, you're not going to give up. You're going to find the solution because you believe this is there for you. That persistence is something that allows me as a lawyer to really dig deep and find the answer because I want it. Once someone shows how invested they are in this, I want to find it for them too. And at the core of it, the reason someone won't give up and they're so persistent is because they believe they deserve to be able to live the life they want to live. And they believe that the limitations that are on them are unfair and that they're wrong and they're going to do something about them. They believe that they deserve to live an amazing life, just like the people they look around and they see other people who have their documents and they think, I deserve that too and I'm going to work until I find it. They, they have this belief about themselves. A lot of people are people of faith. A lot of times it's like God made me to be 
this amazing person. God did not make me to be afraid of driving down the road or that I was going to get deported and not get to see my kids grow up. God didn't make me for that. God made me to be able to live an amazing life. And I believe in miracles. And I believe that with the faith of a mustard seed, God can move a mountain. And this is the mountain that I'm believing God is going to move for me. And they have that kind of faith and belief about their self that they deserve this. The other part is they can, I know people are going to get their papers when they can mentally see it. So one of the things I have people do is close their eyes and imagine what their work permit is going to look like. Imagine what their green card is going to look like. Can they see their photo on that little red, white, and blue piece of, you know, cardboard, or it's not cardboard, like plastic, basically. Can they see their photo? Can they see their name? I often ask, is it a good photo? Did you get a good photo for this? Because, you know, when we do our driver's license, it's with us forever. And the same is true for our, for our uh, work permit and for our green card. Um, you know, can you see that you were born in Mexico? Can you see that? Cause it will say country of birth. Will it say your date of birth? Can you see all of these details? Because when someone closes their eyes and we walk through this, this is the beginning of the, the green card being made. It's like, we send this out. We have imagined it, you know, no one saw a cell phone and then made it. They had to imagine the cell phone first for those of us who are of a different age, there was a TV show where a guy had a, it was a cell phone, but it was his shoe. And that was like early stages of pretending like no one had ever seen a cell phone before. And this guy would take off his shoe and it was a pretend phone. So like we, we imagine these things before they exist. We imagine them into existence. And I believe that there is an element of, if you can imagine it, you can, there is, it tells me, okay, God, there is a way here because this person can so clearly see it. There is a way here. I just am now responsible for finding it. And we do every day we get approval notices for people who said, I was told I had no options. Someone else told me they had a case just like mine and they weren't able to get approved. And, you know, you read, there are all these forums online with people talking about how they were told they couldn't do this or that. And, you know, they didn't get to go home and see their dad before he died and all of these very painful things. And I'm here to tell you, you don't have to live this way. You know, someday your kids and your grandkids are going to tell a story about you, how you were the first person, dear listener, how you were the first person in their whole family lineage to come to the United States. Now, what is the story they're going to tell about you? Is it that you came here, you fought hard, that you were deported, but they stayed? Or that you came here and you fought hard, you worked hard for your family, but you lived a really hard life? Or is it that you came here, you fought hard, you worked very hard, and you made a wonderful life for yourself and that you didn't live in fear and you showed them by example what it means to go claim what is yours because all of these things, the whole world is at your fingertips. The whole world, all of Mexico, all of Central and South America, wherever it is that your family is from, the whole world is at your fingertips if you get your papers every opportunity you want, every job that you want is at your fingertips. If you get those documents, they are here for the taking. 
They are yours and available to you. A new life is here, here in the United States, and your children's children's children will look back and they will tell the story of you because you started all of this. Don't, don't let it be a story where you're not the, you're the hero. I want you to be the hero of the story. You already are, but enjoy being the hero while you're alive, not just when we're gone. Okay. We'll see you next week. Call us claim this, claim your birthright. This is yours. Complete freedom. No fear. It's available to you now. Call us today and we'll see you next week. My friend, I'm so glad you joined me today. If you have a friend or family member who may need some immigration law guidance or even just day-to-day encouragement, please send them a text or email or a DM on social media and say, hey, I think this podcast is going to help you. I sure wish someone had given me the tips I'm sharing here years and years ago when I was starting out as an immigration lawyer. Thank you so much for being here. I'll see you next week. Same time, same place. Adios.